Are the dots in? Or can I go? You want the dots? No. Are we recording? We are recording. All right. Welcome. <laughs> welcome back to Out the Game, y'all. What's up, friends? What's up, bro? How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good, man. It's been a minute. You know what? It's been a long time. How long? How long has it? Uh, That's the scary part. As an adult, right. you realize that that time is fickle, and it just it's like sand in your hands, man. Time is a construct. It doesn't even matter. I don't know. Oh, my God. I, I was know. not ready for that mind there explosion this early in the morning. I think it's probably been maybe around like February, March. Yeah, but you know what? A lot has happened since then. The, the world, it, it's, a, it's a totally different place in the world. Yeah, uh, to say the least. So it's not just our faults. No, it's um, <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's been rough. Well, just to recap, January we thought it was all good. You know, we thought 2020 was our year, and then turning 30 this year. You're turning 30. Yeah. H- how am I? I? How am I older than you? I don't know. By a year, right? Y- almost. Yeah. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. How am I? You know, it's because you got like the wise. I was no. You got the old soul. No, I'm. The that's why I'm so childish. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my wife feels about me. I think. I think most of the time she feels like I'm too childish. Oh, Emily definitely thinks that about me. But you know, that's not. That might not be a bad. That because you know what? Here's here's what I think. I think that childness is awesome for kids. Keeping the relationship fun <laughs> and engaging is spontaneous. And what better way to relate to the future kids than being a kid yourself? Abs- agreed, bro. I, Absolutely. Yeah, that makes perfect sense to me. Especially now. Like, especially when, like, society's flipped on its head. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, there's plenty to be upset about and tons of things to be stressed about, for sure. Also got to balance out and just be a child sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that pushed us to really get this back on because... Few people have reached out like, "Yo, we we need something to laugh at right now." Yeah. Um, so we need to laugh at you, please. Yeah, say something. Dance. Okay. <laughs> no, it's no. I, I that's that's true though. I got a couple text messages too. And in addition to like people just needing something at all, I think you know the stuff we talk about is especially pertinent because there's people who are still dating. Yeah. Through this, they're still like, they're maybe they're living with a person now that they they didn't think they'd be living with. Right. Or, Thinking you know. about new relationships that just started, and then they literally can't see each other anymore. Um, Can you imagine? It's got to be. Well, you know, I know some people who just started dating, like started dating right around the beginning of the lockdowns, and then uh, have been living together and learning that person. It's it's one thing to learn some to learn another human being right. and develop a relationship, but when you're just pushed into the same space. Yep. And there's no other options. Yep. To trust me, I know. <laughs> no, not <in laughs> not like a bad way, but, but you know what? That makes me think of. Uh, but I, I think I think everybody does that. Yeah. Like I if mean, you live with if you start to live with your partner, eventually, like you got to go through that. What, what would you call that period? You got to go through that purge period where you're purging old parts of yourself. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Try to be careful here. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's true. Like regardless of whether you have a rocky relationship or a strong relationship, being around your significant other 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Right. That's, um, it's a lot. It's a, it's, you know, what? especially relatively, it's a lot more than what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you used to go to work, you know, nine to five. See you later. Home. Have exactly. a good day. When's the last time you said, see you later. 
I when we came, we when this we came here. Keeping our distance of recording from the studio. Yeah, it's um Um yeah. Yeah. So so to your point, yeah, I'm glad we're doing this. It's been a while and I think uh you know, it's just good to to catch up with people too and that's that's one thing this podcast does. We 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 put our stuff out there and then people say, Hey, I dig it. That was funny. Can you talk about this? Can you talk about that? So yeah. it, it's fun to to do something other than be stressed. For sure. I mean, I feel like the question that's gone away is, hey, how was your day? I know how it was. You're right there oh all day. So my. it's just like, you got to find other things to talk about. Oh, I'm sure. my. You're, you got a lot of, you got a lot of little wisdoms in the bag. I mean, it's just an there. opportunity to further explore and learn about one another. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm laughing. I'm serious. It's true. And, and that's why. I'm surprised I'm older than you. <laughs> I don't say stuff like that. Uh, no, but it's been real fun. Um, like, if I'm going to be quarantined and in isolation, right? What, yeah, what did M's you the all... person to be in it with, so it's all right. good. Can I come over now? Can we come over? <laughs> of course, please. Did you all start? Did you all start to do new things, learn new stuff? Everybody was making bread or mm. or watching stuff or. Nah, we didn't. We didn't do the bread stuff yet. We actually are gonna make some bread. We got this kit from a Japanese market near our house. But nice. Um, yeah, nah, we just been kind of like watching a lot of TV, watching a lot of shows. Um, Emily is her one of her favorite shows is The Office, and for years she and many people tried to get me into The Office. It has not worked. I, I um, fall into that category too. I'm a Parks and Rec person. I think that show is leaps and bounds better. But that's just me. Um, so I've been watching it and I've been forcing myself and I will say the first like two to three seasons was really, really rough. Now I watch it on my own. It's good. Wait, the office, the first two, three seasons of the office was rough. It was rough for me. It was really, I just couldn't stand certain, a certain character. Um, Steve Carell? Yeah. He was just, he was, oh, I, wow. is he, he seems he like just annoyed, annoyed me so much. He's, you know what? So if much. I had a boss like that. And I haven't seen The Office. I'm just going off what he seems like in The Office. I quit. If I had a boss like, <laughs> if I had a boss like him, I think I would be. I think I'd be. I wouldn't quit. I would just be a bad employee. That's the thing. I would just play solitaire as, all day. As much as you want to be a bad employee, he's that much worse a boss. He won't let you. He won't let you be. Wow. He's gonna he irk you, you in some the way. Hmm. There's a character like that who just does crossword puzzles, and. The manager still finds a way to get into his nerves, too. Well, I guess. But that guy did, like, curse him out or yell at him one episode, and it was it was great. Uh, I'm not, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm a curse out type of person. I couldn't see you doing that. I don't know if I'm, I've ever, like. You're too you nice know, for that. Would, you know who I, mm, I don't want to go there. I think you should. You know who I wouldn't have a problem cursing out is some of these Karens popping up in these videos. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I really wouldn't have a problem, but I think I'm, at least I have the verbiage and the, and the research to, to really shut down some of these Karen type people. And I'm, I don't want to overgeneralize, but I'm talking about the people who have some sort of altercation at a park. Maybe someone was blocking the stairs or was grilling or right. was driving a, 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 a Hot Wheels car with their kids for whatever reason. There's some conflict. And then the Karen type, you know, says severely racist and stupid things. That person, I have no problem cussing out. Yeah. I think it cancels out. It's the, it almost. 
Yeah, I don't know what I would do in those situations. It's just hard to rationalize with someone who is so ignorant. Ooh, but yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's a even hard thing to do. It's hard to, to even have like a conversation. It's just like, y- you know, that's a good point. See, that's yeah. That, I I do think that's me most of the time. It's like, what's the, wh- what will be the results of my of the energy I expend on this? If it's zero, then I'm not going to spend the energy on it. Right. Yeah. I don't know, but um. But other than watching The Office, and and about to make bread. Yeah, we're we're baking a lot. We we go on daily walks. Um, <clears throat> we go on daily walks. I haven't done a walk. I think I've done one walk in the past two three weeks though, just because of the curfews and also just not feeling like you know the safest um, mm-hmm. during this time. But we we were doing a lot of walks, a lot of baking, a lot of just hanging out at home, pretty much chilling. See, that's what's dope about having a home too. I'm not gonna lie. I was thinking about this. So we bought our current house like a little over a year ago or a year around when the quarantine started. So Can like, I just say that's the most adult thing <laughs> I've ever heard and it was cool and I made my knees buckle a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, we bought this house that we're in last like March or so. Wow. But before that we were in a one bedroom um, spot and I was gonna, I, I've said multiple times if we were in this one bedroom spot locked down in quarantine, I don't know how well our relationship would be doing right now. It's just me. Um, she has a room where she can go do her work. I have a room where I can right. go do my work. Right. And then we'll come back at the end of the day and we'll catch up and we'll talk. But um, it's a good tactic. <laughs> no, no, but it, it's been fine. But yeah, super blessed, man, for sure. Yeah. What, uh, what, in, what are you and uh, Amanda up to these days? We are. We do walk a lot. Amanda. So Amanda, I have to commend my wife. She's got. She's got some incredible, incredible willpower. For like sure. She will she'll commit to a diet and then do it. If the diet says, she's doing this diet, says uh, no sugar, no added sugar. I, I can't even imagine. So she cut out sugar, no salt. So she'll cut out salt. It's insane how she commits to something because it's not easy to eat rice cakes and raw peanut butter. And that's the extent of flavor you get for the day. That's <laughs> not easy. No. So anyway, anyway, I commend my wife. She She changed her diet. And since I do a lot of cooking, you know, I had to, you know, play chopped with healthier ingredients. So I've adjusted my diet and, yeah. and things I cook with. And then she started running and working out. And then that got me into running because we went on a couple runs together. And now I run. Wow. I you, can't believe you're it. You're a runner? I Now I, I, I yeah, I like, can run. I got these, like, muscles in my in my legs that pop out. So I'm like, I didn't know that muscle was there. But I ran yesterday. I Like, I'll run. I'll run a couple miles. It's It's crazy. Look at us. You're running and I'm walking. <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> new things, man. New things. It's crazy. Oh, that's funny. But you know what? Yeah, this this situation has forced humanity to adapt somehow, and it's in the good ways it's adapting. That's really inspiring. Whether it's like learning new skills or exploring new types of content or new physical activity For or sure. new, it's it it that that has been really neat. Do you think this quarantine has made your relationship stronger? Mm. I think so. Or more precarious, you know, more. Okay, okay. I'm not sure those are mutually exclusive. Okay, say more. Yeah, because I think the, is precarity a word? What's precariousness? What's the, what's the infinitive? I don't know. I think those moments... I think getting through those moments is what strengthens or whatever. Cause like when you're, 
when you're forced to be around each other all the time and other people like I've, I've gotten text messages from other people like you know I need a break like we're around like you it, like you're gonna get annoyed with each other mm-hmm. it's like inevitable there's but I think the more you do it maybe the less it happens so I, I, I do think that it has made us stronger because you're be, man what am I trying to say you you have to you can't just walk away and ignore something that R- bothers you right you can't just oh, I'm gonna go into work like you like if it exists you have to address it you're right. you're next to each other all the time uh, I'm leaving um <laughs> to the other room like taking out the trash all right yeah and never coming back and you know sitting in your lawn yeah exactly I, I that makes perfect sense I think that it forces you to have conversations that you might more easily have been able to right like you know deviate from in the past right um but I mean I think it's great for communication like I you can't just sit that. there and be mad like you're talk about it, you know <laughs> yeah. or at least try to have those conversations especially if you're be, I, some people are more likely to address things i'm not one of those people but the situation hmm. has you know altered the communication yeah. style for sure and i'm sure that there are people in new relationships right now who are trying to navigate that especially people who are very much like if you're not with your significant other but you're like, you know, you're you're a touchy person. You like to be in Ooh, physical yeah. presence of. That love I can see language. exactly. I can see this being like a very difficult, difficult time. You I know? never thought about that, man. I never thought about the people. What, see, what are the love languages? There's like physical touch, acts of service, uh, gifts, words of affirmation, I words think? of affirmation, um, and sex. No, no. <laughs> that's but, a rest of nice love language. Right? No, I'm just saying. Sorry. But for the, but there's got to be people who for whom quarantine took away some of those the options to express via that certain language and and they might be having a might be having a rough time yeah i think one thing that has been underrated but i think has probably made a huge comeback and this is right up your alley because you are one of the people who i know who do this who does this and does it well is being forced now to be at home i feel like people are doing a lot more cooking and i think when you can cook for your significant other, mm. I think it's a game changer. I have a friend who who listens to the podcast um, and who was like, yeah, uh, my guy came over on Sunday and I cook like roasted lamb and, you know, like mac and cheese and all who this other stuff. Who the hell cooked roasted lamb? Because that She's going to be on the podcast job. soon. <laughs> she does have a job. She's going to be on the podcast soon. But um, Because I've been to Gelson's and, I, <laughs> and I've been to Bristol Farms and I've seen what lamb costs. Yeah. So, I mean... That's like the great thing. Like Emily obviously loves to bake and mm-hmm. I've been reaping the benefits of this drastically. Right. Um, like I tried this out on the women. It worked. I was like, and I mentioned this before, but she just never did it. And finally, you know, now's the time. I was like, hey, um, can you make me a cinnamon toast crunch cake? I found a recipe. Tell me if it's good or we could look for other ones. And she found one and she made it. I don't know if you could see, but literally my jaw dropped. It was so good. Cream cheese frosting. Little sprinkle cinnamon toast crunches on the outside, and then in the layers for texture. It was amazing, man. If if I could just wake up on a day, you know what? You know what? You know, be the best way to enjoy that. The mm. best. You wake up at like, say you wake up at three thirty, and it's quiet. Everybody else sleep. You go to that cinnamon toast crunch bread. You get you a slice, maybe warm it up. 
then you just sit down on the couch and watch some mm. stupid infomercials <laughs> or watch an old Golden Girls <laughs> rerun with your warm cinnamon toast crunch. Okay, mm. maybe that's not the perfect, but that's my perfect. That would be delightful. I wish I could taste that. That sounds amazing. You you know what? I wonder if you you could probably make some money. I know there's like licensing and stuff like that, but I would buy that. Is what I'm saying. I would buy you all's. I would buy the Ojitunde cinnamon toast crunch bread. And you would have to eat it yourself because Amanda's not having <laughs> any sugar. Exactly. Just None at all. <laughs> can I can I share something with our listeners real quick before yeah. we, we keep going? So this is the first time, I think apart from one other time, that Gene and I have socially distanced seeing each other during quarantine. So I got us a couple of breakfast burritos, and he got us some drinks, and he got us some, some Gatorade. and Like a true couple. Like a true couple. Um, and I definitely struggle for three minutes trying to open this Gatorade bottle. It's like the twisty top, not the regular bottle. Don't don't y'all play me, people. It's the twisty top where you drink through the top. And I was turning it and I was like sucking through it and it just wasn't it wasn't coming out and then Gene's like And like a true mother I just reached over <laughs> <laughs> It's like there's a there's a plastic cap. You have to take <laughs> off the cap and pull the plastic back. And I was like that makes sense. That's that's how much I haven't been out in public. Like I forget I've now forgotten how to do normal things. And then later in this same interaction, I spilled <laughs> cheese all over the front of my shirt. And and uh, and Tim handed me a napkin in the way that you would hand a child something when they make a mess. And one of the real reasons why I brought the breakfast burritos for us this morning is because when we talked and had our planning meeting before, this, before we decided to record today, um, earlier this week, that was when you told me that Amanda had like completely switched the diet and you were like, <laughs> I haven't had meat <laughs> or cheese in so crying. long. <laughs> he was like, I try to sneak a, a PB&J or a, 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 some chicken here and there. So I was like, oh, I got to bring him something. Bro, it was it. it, it um, Edit this part out for Amanda so she doesn't know that you had that breakfast burrito. You know, I feel like when I go home, she'll be like, <laughs> smell, smell it on your breath. Open your mouth. It. Come here. Come here. Come here. She'll like, <laughs> <laughs> like wave her hands in front of my face and just be like. Cheese or Tim? And you talked about cinnamon toast bread. Get into. Oh my gosh! <laughs> now she knows, man. Yeah, I, I feel bad sometimes because uh, I just feel bad, man. Yeah. I think she, <laughs> like I, I mean, what am I supposed to do? Like sneak around and not make a peanut butter jelly sandwich? Like she's, if she's in the living room, she's gonna see me make the sandwich. This is true. So. I feel bad I'm going to make this sandwich and enjoy that she can't have. But what am I supposed to do? Sneak around? I mean... I think I need to get up at 3 in the morning with my <laughs> infomercials and, and eat it then. And she wakes up in the kitchen stuffing your mouth with the PB&J. <laughs> like, don't watch me. Um, the, the light from the refrigerator shooting <laughs> up. Like a raccoon or something. Oh, man, that's funny. But, dude, it's, it's so good to get back together. Absolutely. I needed this, man. I, I've missed you. It's mutual. This is our listeners have missed this. Um, yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. It especially, you know what? To your point, you already said this, but to your point, you know, the lockdowns and the circumstances have altered the way humans interact and the ways in which we used to engage in catharsis or a release of some sort. Those options aren't there anymore. And I do think this podcast was that. Not just for us, but for some of the people who listen too. So for sure. yeah. to your point, yeah, it's it's uh, it's about time. But you know what? It's been hard to feel 
it's been hard to feel it's been hard to want to have fun kind of is how i feel like it's hard to for sure it's hard to even feel like anything you're doing that's not addressing what's affecting everybody Mm -hmm. it feels like it's a waste of time but but we but we do need the balance and we do need to talk and we do need discourse and we do need our brothers and sisters yeah i mean i think we we have this platform and acknowledging it and saying their names you know george floyd and brianna um, taylor um yeah it's um it's important and i think what's happening in the world right now is uh, you know a needed wake-up call absolutely and and it's in some ways i i i think that because there were nothing because there was nothing else going around because there was no football games no basketball yep. games no other distractions mm-hmm. like we had no, no other choice excuse. but to see it yeah. yeah this is this is this is one of those that changed we'll look back in a couple decades and say yes yeah, that was that was a pivot point that's where things yeah and then kind of getting us to the the direct topic of today's episode um so we're recording this on today is june 13th Yes, the 13th. Um, and yesterday was June 12th, obviously. And June 12th is also known as Loving Day. Um, and Loving v. Virginia um, was a landmark civil rights decision of the U.S. Supreme Court that struck down laws banning interracial marriage as violations of the Equal Protection and Due Process Clauses of the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution. And I think that's super relevant to the times right now and what we're talking about. Absolutely. And directly related to us being that both of us made away are in man real talk interracial relationships absolutely yeah um you know yeah. what you and so you and i are producing this other piece on the side about yep, yep. the history of we shall overcome so we've done a lot of research on just kind of legislature and and just the, de- the development of certain ideas per- as pertaining to race and race relations yeah and one thing that i've learned is that if things aren't as far away or they're not as old as we think no like it's only like when you think a century is really just a couple generations like if you go back two generations you can go back a century and the 50s was like a blink yeah yeah like this loving case right that was around um, interracial relationships that uh, court date was 1967 June 12 1967 that's not that long ago yeah that's like when my parents were 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 a little yeah. bit younger than us. Like, yeah, for sure. That's wild. It, yeah, it's that's what that's what I'm falling in love about history, or the, at least being a historian is just like kind of zooming out a little bit and going, <coughs> oh, that wasn't that long ago, and that came after this, and mm-hmm. that came after this, and you can kind of see this like chain of events. So that's that's pretty that's pretty late in yeah. the country to have legislature like that. Yeah. I mean, there are things that are passing right now that, like, really, we need to pass these? All right. Yeah, like, or this is still happening, you know? So, good point. Um, for sure. Definitely, I think, I don't know, just reflecting on it and seeing a lot of posts yesterday, I was like, wow, like, yeah, I'm, I'm married to a white woman. And that's like, uh, like, dude, a killable offense, like, not too long ago. Dude, I thought about you last night. I was going to text you, but I oh, did not thanks. text you because you haven't seen it yet. Because I know you're going to watch it tonight. The Yvonne Orgy stand-up oh, yeah. special. As a Nigerian, I'm all up in it. I'm watching that tomorrow with family. So there's a part in there. I'm not going to ruin a punchline or a joke or anything. Okay. But she does make a reference <coughs> to looking for a solid black man. Mm-hmm. And she can't find one. So okay. uh, she says, maybe I can ask some of these white women. 
and uh, it's she's 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 really articulate and, and and delicate, and she can balance shade and joke and right. And, but uh, that is black men marrying non-black women. That is that is in the that is in the discourse. It's in For the sure. ethos. It's in the you know when I started, I, I don't think I've ever told even my wife this. Maybe I shouldn't say anyway. One of my friend's moms, when I first started dating Amanda, she said, and she was joking, but she said, uh, I want I want a little mixed babies bring her out here. You bring me some black babies. Mm-hmm. So I know that's a thing. Oh, for sure. Growing up, there were like Nigerian women in my church <laughs> who was like, don't bring no white girl around here. Literally <laughs> what, what was said to me. They said it in our, in our Yoruba language, but there was like, oh, you like. No white people. And I was like, is it more or nah. less poetic in the original language? Like, in, you know, because some, pe- some people are going to hear what we're saying and be like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's racist. You know, is it is it more? Does it sound like is a sentiment? Like if I hear something in Spanish, sometimes the sentiment is totally different than it, mm. it transliterates mm-hmm. in English. But when they told you, is it is it kind of like a hard, was it a hard law? Like, don't do it. Were you scared? Were they joking? Like, what was going on? I mean, when I was really young and at that point, I wasn't around white people. Like the first right. time I was ever really around white people was at when I got to college, UCLA, when I was like mm-hmm. 18, you know, like my elementary is all pretty much black. Um, my, my high right. school was all half black, half Latino. Um, so it wasn't until so growing up, I was like, yeah, OK, not a problem. I'm I'm not around them. I'll be fine. Uh, uh, but then, you know, you get to UCLA and then the black people become like 3%. And it's like, oh, shoot. Um, but um, no, I mean, yeah, when I heard it, I was like, okay. You know, when I was younger, I was like, fine. Right. Uh, but obviously, you know, as you get older, um, you're not going to, it's a, it's a different situation. And then you can't be like, oh, I like you. But because this lady told me this or because society right. frowns this, then right. I can't, I can't talk to you anymore. So. Um, obviously, I mean, similar with this case, like, you know, when you love someone and you have feelings for someone, you want to be with that someone, you do what it takes to be with that person. But, um, and I, I, I do think like there's, and even in black culture, I think there's some, the merit to this of like black men with white women. And I think for many people, it's not a, it's not a matter of, um, not finding black women attractive, right? I, I love black women. Um. I think black women are some of the most, not some of them, are the strongest and most beautiful, I think, women ever. I'm glad you made that point because I do think that's conflated often. Yeah. I think, to your point, I do think there are people who look at black men like us and and they, and they, there has, there have been black men in history who for some reason or another have not have said out loud that they don't think black women are attractive or they don't find them attractive. That d- that has happened, and I think idiots people like that are conflated yeah. with people like you and I who did marry outside of uh, black culture. Yeah, and that is a conflation. I just wanted to make that point that, that no, for there sure. is some mis- th- 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 those aren't the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, to your point, yeah, no, you you love who you love. See, that's one of the that's one of the I think. We live, we live in the digital age. We live in the age of information. Information is free. You can, we can talk to new kinds of people. We can talk to people across the world. College curriculums are changing. Things are more trans and interdisciplinary. Like we live in this age that is more connected and, and more, I don't want to say open-minded, but we just have access to things that previous generations and 
and and communities did not have so yeah. so th- so i think you'll see that in the partnerships and the relationships that developed for sure and did you get that any of that marrying a, a latina woman i th- i think it's i do think it's a little different black to latina than it definitely is black different. to white it definitely <laughs> is different <laughs> definitely different man i can tell you it's different <laughs> oh man that's going in the promo for this episode <laughs> i i did i no i mean i got i told you i got i i had the friend's mom who was like don't bring no mixed babies mm-hmm. and um but no i i didn't really yeah you know you're right man it's different yeah you're right i did i didn't get a lot of uh for some reason for some reason, it, it it seems to be like a black and white issue. Like I told you, the punchline in in the in in Yvonne or in Yvonne Orgy's mm-hmm. set. I mean, one of the punchlines was that. So yeah, yeah, that's that's a, that's, a, that's a good point. It's different. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking to my Blasian friends a lot lately too. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my good friends, half black, half Filipino. I didn't even think, I didn't even think about that. Um, I didn't think about. Yeah, who are my black friends who have, who married Asian partners? I mean, I think we'll t- we'll talk about this. This is another whole whole another topic, but the idea of also raising uh, a mixed, you know, person, right? Having oh, to man. having to deal with this duality, right, of two different cultures, two different races. That that's a that's a mind warp. I wasn't even ready for. Because yeah. I like I, you know, a lot of times, and I'm 30. A lot of times, it seems like I'm still figuring out figuring out my identity. Oh, for who sure. Who I am? What are the, you know, what what's the makeup of me? How do I navigate the world? How mm-hmm. do I identify? How do people see me as? But to to it, maybe it's, I guess it's even more complicated. It's it's adding more <laughs> histories and 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 identities to your kids are going to be made i didn't even think about that yeah well think about it <laughs> and we'll talk about it <laughs> this is an intervention man you don't think about it enough no That's no I no no i i need to think about it more as well man it's um wow yeah man it's see that's that's a scary thing time man yep like it's it's yep. almost time we're talking about babies right now <laughs> oh shoot should we just <laughs> Oh, yeah, is this happening? You also to say you, you want to say something on the on the air? No, not this episode. No, <laughs> not this episode. I'm just saying if we zoom out a little bit, <laughs> we're closer than we were. Yeah, we're closer to kids <laughs> now than we were last year and the year before that. Wow. Oh yeah, we definitely got people. We, we I gotta mean, talk do you about have this. family asking? Uh yes. My dad. My really? dad asked like three weeks ago. What's some? You know what? Something's going on, bro. Because I literally got two or three dms from people that said congratulations and i don't know what i posted that could have been misinterpreted <laughs> someone said congratulations quarantine's been good to you oh and that's oh my wow. this, this is a this is a good good friend of mine it's just a, i don't know what i said to, <laughs> to mislead this person but well you know that that's a very real reality i think we we possibly could have like another baby boom situation soon because you know what are, what are people doing right now during these times these are the other millennial couples who are together you know hey wow. you know we we got none but time right now i didn't think about that man we mm. i don't know i don't know what people were doing 
but uh, you know. I wonder what the um. I have two thoughts. So I wonder what the rate of interracial partnership among millennials is compared to other generations. But mm. I also wonder what, if any, was the increase in interracial relationships and marriages after the law was passed. It's true. Because that was 60, 63, 60? 67. 67, even later. Good Lord, that's late. Yeah. And, like, thinking about it, like, I'm sure there were also many of those couples, but just in hiding or in secrecy right, right um and how many more came out after after the passing of the law right, so yeah um or the case so yeah well yeah I, w- I would assume like you said there was a boom after the law i mean no one's gonna do no marginalized or oppressed group is gonna is going to you're gonna feel less marginalized when the law supports you more so there must have been some boom ideally or at least some yeah ideally yeah ideally for yeah. sure I don't know. I'm just saying there might be a lot of quarantine babies popping out soon. We need to get to work on the next album. <laughs> quarantine babies or, or quarantine. <clears throat> what could we call it about all know. these quarantine babies? Quarantini babies. Ooh, mm. I like that. I don't know. Quarantinis. Quarantinis. I like the word quarant. I like the phrase quarantini. Yeah. Like as a drink, you have your quarantini and then I think we're writing a song right now. I think so. Corona babies. Mm. Quarantini. Yeah, I agree. There probably there probably are. I wonder if there's data on that. I wonder if there's I wonder if there's graphs. I guess we'll find out in Google. nine months. <laughs> I guess that's the how the math adds up. I don't know. When, um, when would that be, by the way? In so it's if Corona was from what? When were lockdowns? March. Yeah, starting around March. March, April, May, June. Okay, so nine months from March, April, May, and June. I'm not good at math, so I'm going to count right. this out loud. Use your fingers. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. So from November till next January. But that's assuming people had babies right when lockdown happened. It probably took a while. So let's say <laughs> April or June. Yeah, so I think, like, you know, starting around, like, next year, early next year. Um, so if there's a boom in babies at the beginning of next year, those are corona babies. Corona babies. Wow. Yeah. And a lot of them will be mixed Corona babies. And maybe these episodes that you, you and I are doing <laughs> might have a crying baby in the background. I don't know. I feel like you want to tell me something, man. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Hey, man, my wife sent me. <laughs> Is she trying some... to drop, like, messages right now? Like, subtle messages? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> some some cute thing on Instagram. Some Something with a baby on Instagram. Hmm. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything to say yet. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you go first, and then I'll take your no, lead. No, we talked about this. We're supposed to Did time we really? it. We're gonna text each other, but like, hey, we have to. It's going down, <laughs> so gotta, then hey, we, we can have our babies up. at the same time. So our ep- our episodes go from out the game to out the crib, <laughs> um, <laughs> out the baby crib, <laughs> and then then we both really got something to talk about. <laughs> out the game for sure. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, if you heard that sound. Oh, man. You know, that means that our time has elapsed. Because we could literally talk for hours. <laughs> and people are like, all right, guys, it's not an episode. This is the Lord of the Rings movie. It just keeps going. So, By the way, watch the first Lord of the Rings because everyone's like, that's a quarantine thing we did. Everyone's like, you got to watch all these movies, these great movies. Watch Lord of the Rings. And was not super duper impressed. Sorry. Don't don't apologize to me. Okay, I right. I don't I haven't seen them all. Okay, all right. Was I not, think I've seen bits and pieces, but no, not for me. I was like, Mer. I'm rewatching. Um, what are we watching? Harry Potter. Our um, our nieces and nephews. Nice. 
have watched all the uh, watch them all and have all the DVDs and gave it to us and they're like you need to watch these they're so great um, and one of the <laughs> one of our our, our my youngest um, niece um, she loves the Harry Potter films and I was like oh do you know who my favorite character is and she was like who I was like Voldemort he's the best she got so upset and she's like her face was like what what I was like yeah. Now he's an evil. And Malfoy, character. he's he's great. <laughs> she got so upset. With these are me. these are bad people. Right? These are bad, <laughs> the worst characters. She's like, no, they're so bad. I was like, yeah, that's what makes them great. Um, it's funny though. But I haven't seen. I don't think. We got all the DVDs if you want to watch them, you know. But uh, how do you watch a DVD? I have um, an external CD-ROM that I connect to my laptop. Wow. Yeah. Some kids won't even know what that is. No. These Corona babies. No. Will only know streaming. Yeah, for sure. They won't know technology and, and these, these old things we're talking about. Not at all. DVD? <laughs> CD? What? That's, that's their abbreviated language <laughs> in the future. Exactly. So, this is great, man. Well, I love you, man. Thanks. I would high five you, but you know, well, qu- quarantine. Yeah, it's true. Corona. That's but true. It's good seeing you. One day we'll hug again. One day. One day the world will hug again. We probably need some more of those. Need some of that. So, let's give. We're we're here to give you a vir- like a virtual an audio. We're give you a hug for your ears for sure. For we're sure, just, we'll be hugging your ears. You know, we're back. We're back, so and we want y'all to just reach out to your loved ones, ones you haven't talked to in a while, ones you have talked to in a while, and just tell them you love them. Just just do that. Maybe hit them hit them up. Say hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. That does more than than you could think, I love especially you. especially these days. Yeah, I love you like a fat kid love cake. You know my style. I say anything to make you smile. Girl. No, sorry. It's 50 Cent right there. Sorry. Is that um, 21 Questions? It is 21 Questions. Probably the best 50 Cent song. Maybe. Arguably for sure. That's up there. I love that song. Girl. Oh, man. That's probably my favorite. If I fell off tomorrow, would you still love me? If I smell so good, would you still hug me? If I got locked up and sent to a quarter century, can I count on you to be this support me mentally? <laughs> Oh, man. All right, we got to get out of here. All right. Later, bro. (laughs) All right, see y'all.